What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Rick Knows Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek. And if you ain't watching the Knicks-Hawks playoff series, you're missing out on some great basketball, man. So be sure to tune into that series and be sure to leave a like on this video. Subscribe if you're new to the channel where we talk about NBA basketball. So if you love hoops, this is the place for you. And today I want to talk about this Knicks-Hawks series, man. Game two was one of the better games that I've watched all year, man. And I just got to give a big shout out to the Garden. Um, like, that, that's the first thing I got to say. Madison Square Garden, it was rocking in game one. And it might have been even louder in game two. And especially when the Knicks started to click in that second half, man. Atlanta got off to a nice double-digit lead early in the first half and carried it on into early the third quarter. But then the Knicks really started playing good basketball. Julius Randle was just pitiful in the first half. And in that third quarter, he was able to really pick it up. Um, I don't really get why he's struggling so much So like in this series so far. It's really just been a tough series for him. And they're not even guarding him with DeAndre Hunter. Shout out to DeAndre Hunter. He has been excellent in this series. I'm coming off an injury. He's been great. Uh, He was really good last night. But that's when the game started to turn, really, was when he got subbed out in the third quarter. And the Knicks started going on a nice run, man. It was Derrick Rose hitting shots. Julius Randle started to hit hit a few shots. Reggie Bullock was shooting the three ball very well, man. The Knicks really just caught fire, and the Hawks weren't able to recover. But... It's interesting how they're using uh, Danilo Gallinari to cover Julius Randle on the defensive end. And that if I'm Julius Randle, man, I'm like he should be fe- he should be feasting on that matchup because no no disrespect to Gallinari, but he's not an elite defender. He's he's been like an average defender pretty much most of his career. So if I'm Julius Randle, like he should take that as a little bit of like a like like why are you guarding me with Gallinari knowing that he's not you know, more of an elite defender like maybe a DeAndre Hunter is like, I, I don't know. That's just kind of weird how Julius Randle is struggling. But you got to you got to give a lot of credit to the Atlanta Hawks for the defensive scheme that they put in front of Julius Randle because it's been working so far. But as for the Knicks, like I said, the Garden was the energy was crazy, man. Um, I really just enjoy watching Derrick Rose play good basketball. I think I speak for every NBA fan when I say that, um, especially after everything he's been through. But I've been one that says I think now he's a better just basketball player than what he was even when he won MVP. Now, obviously, his raw talent was off the charts back then. Like, obviously, that was an MVP player. But I just think, like, skill set wise, I think Derrick Rose is a much better basketball player today. And we got to stop using the vintage word with when we anytime we see Derrick Rose play good. I don't get why that word is associated with him. And he said that, too, on his on his Instagram. If you're not following Derrick Rose on Instagram, um, you're missing out because he really be posting some just great messages and it's always inspiring, like reading what he has to say and what's really on his mind because he's a man of very few words when it comes to talking to the media and stuff like that. So it's it's good to get an in-depth look of, you know, what's really going on in his head. And he'd be saying some inspirational stuff. So, you know, follow Derrick Rose on Instagram. I guess this is a little Derrick Rose promo. But uh, he was basically saying like, like nothing about his game is vintage. Um. You know, he's not dunking like he used to. He doesn't use his athleticism like he used to. Like, he'd still shoot the floater. But I mean, that's really it. Like, he said nothing about his game adventure. So, stop using that word with him, man. Um, Everybody who uses it, they know who they are. Just stop using that word with him. But he had a very big game last night. He had 26 points off that bench. And he was really the catalyst because the Knicks were struggling in the first half. Really, him and RJ Barrett were the only ones being able to provide any offense in that first half. And then third quarter, the rest of the team was able to pick it up. Um, Julius Randle had a very big third quarter. I believe he scored double figures in the quarter. Uh, Reggie Bullock was hitting jumpers. 
you know, Taj Gibson has some very, very good minutes in that third quarter as well. I'm doing a really good job of just, you know, securing defensive rebounds because Clint Capella has been a monster this season on the boards. And the Knicks were doing a great job just keeping it one and done on the defensive end. They were doing an amazing job with that. Um, I got to give a lot of credit to just how the Knicks, they defended the pick and roll with Trey Young and Capella very well. Um, Trey Young did have a like big scoring game, but it didn't feel like, at least in that second half, like the impact was there as much. First half, he was getting a lot of um, clean looks. He hit some deep threes, which we know he can do very well. But the Knicks did a very good job guarding the pick and roll in the second half, you know, hedging and recovering. They did a very good job doing that. Obi Toppin gave them some great minutes to start the fourth quarter. I love seeing Obi Toppin play good basketball. That's a player I would really just love to talk to because he went to Dayton, which is just, you know, right up the road from where I live, uh, like 30 minutes away. So I would like to really just talk to him and, you know, just see, you know, what he thinks about, you know, his rookie year and all that stuff. But a little off topic, if if he sees this, hopefully we can get a conversation. But I really like this. I love this series. Like, this has been my favorite series to watch so far. Um, really, I think I called that this is going to be a seven-game series, but it's been even better than what I could imagine, man. And I made a tweet. Like, I, I have to go to Madison Square Garden someday, bro. Like, I really have to be in that environment, especially when the Knicks are good, because I th- I just feel like that environment is unmatched, man. I really just ha- I have to be at the Garden someday. But it's just good to see, the you know, this series being as competitive as you know most of us thought it would be so if you're not watching this series man definitely tune in um but for the knicks i'm gonna just like preview game three because it's gonna be in atlanta now um trey young he reminded us of that he said see you guys in the a uh for the knicks man julius Randle, he can't he can't be um the player that he was these first two games he's got to be that all nba player that he's shown this entire season that he's been and because typically in road games your role players don't play as well that's just a fact um, you know, you could probably rely on Derrick Rose to, you know, be very consistent on the road, but you can't rely on, you know, Emmanuel Quickly and Reggie Bullock and maybe even Alec Burks. Like, you can't rely on those guys to give you the games that they might have gave you last night or in game one. Like, Reggie Bullock had 15 points last night. Most of those coming in the second half. I mean, it's going to be a different environment in Atlanta. And also, you know, Obi Toppin giving good minutes off the bench. A rookie might be rattled in this first road playoff game. I just realized Todd Gibson played 30 minutes, and his his 30 minutes was very impactful, even though he only had 6.7 rebounds. But, you know, Emmanuel quickly, you know, he already didn't play well, really, the first couple of games. Who knows how he's going to be in his first role playoff game? I mean, there's a bunch of players on this Knicks team that don't have a ton of playoff experience. So it's going to be important for Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, possibly an Alec Burks, who I think could be a little more reliable than some other guys, just to, you know, provide you know continue to provide what you know we know that they're capable of doing but the main key Julius Randle has to step up and as for the Hawks I mean you would expect their role players to play a lot better um I'll be interested to see what the adjustment is because the Knicks made a very good adjustment just guarding the pick and roll like I said I want to see what Nate McMillan decides to do to try and get Trey Young you know going more in the flow of the offense because second half he was pretty much out of the flow of the offense and then that just completely shut down the rest of the team you know for a long stretch of time um john collins has to be better that's one thing john he, he went over two last night did not score a single bucket no points he had five fouls. he has to be better i mentioned deandre hunter he didn't shoot the ball well but he hit three threes he was three ten from the field though and he made, made his free throws um i didn't like how long he was sitting on the bench because when he was on the court the team was so much better and that's really how they've been most of this season like early on in the season they look like a very very good team before he got hurt and then he got hurt and we said we saw the hawks started to struggle a lot so i think you know he needs to name Miller just has to do a better job managing his minutes 
Um, Bogdanovich did not play well last night. He was two of 13 from three, even though he had um, he had 18 points, but it was just it was very inefficient, very bad game from him. Uh, Gallinari didn't shoot the ball well either. Uh, it was just like you expect the Hawks role players to play a lot better um, at home. So this is going to be these next two games is going to be very telling in this series, man. I, I think we might go back to the Garden split 2-2. We might alternate games, honestly, because this series, man, this is what playoff basketball is all about, man. It's not high scoring for the most part. This game was 101-92. This is how the Knicks want to play the game. I, I'm in love with this series, man. So if you if you haven't watched game one or two, if you can, make sure you tune in to game three, man, because this is what this is the definition of playoff basketball. I love what I'm seeing, and hopefully game three is just as good as the first two games. Let's move on to a couple other series that went on last night. Um, Game two, Jazz, Grizzlies, um, Donovan Mitchell made his return to the lineup, looked pretty good. Uh, ankle didn't seem to be bothering, bothering him too much. He was mad that the team ruled him out in game one, but he just came back and he dropped 25 points, had a very solid game. Mike Conley, a career-high 15 assists, man. Mike Conley is a story. Like, like that might be like uh, like comeback player of the year that's not dealt with an injury because he was just so bad last season. He was so bad last season, but he's really just got back to the Mike Conley that we know. He's back to the Mike Conley that we know. I love to see it for him. Rudy Gobert was dominant. But John Morant, I got to – Gotta shout out John Morant. 47 points in your second playoff game on the road. Utah is not an easy place to play at any point. Um, their fans are crazy. So that's not an easy place to play, and especially in the postseason. Big shout out to John Morant. They did lose this game, but the fact that they were able to get one game on the road, I think they go home, a young team, and they're playing with house money. They probably feel a little confident that they can maybe get another game here, you know, when they go back to Memphis. So, you know, big shout out to the Grizzlies for getting a split, but it's good to see the Jazz getting healthy at the right time. Uh, Dylan Brooks has to stay out of foul trouble. They need him on the court. He was so good in game one and then got in foul trouble. He's one of the, I think he leads the league in personal fouls or something like that. So he's got to keep his hands to himself a little more. He's a very good one-on-one defender, but he has to be very careful, man, because his team needs him on the court in order to neutralize Donovan Mitchell as best as they can. So he's got to stay out of foul trouble, man, but that's the main takeaway I got from that game. And then the 76ers Wizards, I just got to talk about this. And similar thing happened at the Garden, too. Um, you know, the Knicks fans were bringing great energy and stuff, but there's no room for spitting on Trey Young. Uh, there's no room for that in sports and basketball. Spitting on somebody is like the most disrespectful thing you could probably do to a person. So there's no room for that, man. And the 76ers fans, we know Philly fans are ridiculous. They boo their own team if they're not playing good. Um, I remember J.J. Reddick said a couple years ago he had a terrible game one and he got booed off the court when he fouled out at home. And he, at home, like by his own fans, like ridiculous. But Russell Westbrook, got he was going back to the locker room because I think he was dealing with like a little injury. And while he was walk, approaching the tunnel, a fan threw popcorn on him. Not like... Not like a couple, a couple little pieces of popcorn. It's like it's like they just dumped the entire you know thing of popcorn on them. Like ridiculous, bro. Like there's no room for that in sports at all. Like please don't be that fan. Do not be that fan. But as for the game, it was a blowout pretty much the entire way. I like seeing an aggressive Ben Simmons on the offensive side. Um, I think we can all agree 
we like seeing Ben Simmons when he's you know in attack mode because he's a very good player. He he knows how to he, like nobody can stop him really from getting inside. You know, if you put somebody too small on him, he's gonna overpower them. You put a big on him, like we've seen they put Rudy Gobert on him, and he had the best game scoring wise of his career. So I would like to see Ben Simmons in attack mode more. He's had a very good series so far. Um game one, he had 15 points, 15 rebounds. Shot the free throw very poorly. He only ended up with six points. I think he was like 0 for 6 from the free throw line. Um, obviously, that's the area that we know Ben Simmons has to improve in. But, you know, as for the game two, I think he had 22 points, 8 assists. Just He was in attack mode. And nothing for Philly is more promising than a Ben Simmons that is being aggressive. So, that's a good sign. As for the Wizards, um, game one might have been their best chance to steal the game in the series because they were pretty much in that game the entire way. Um, I, they just they can't match up with Philly at all. Um, they're not deep enough. They don't have the front court um, talent really to keep up with Philly. And now if Russell Westbrook's dealing with an injury, um, Bradley Beal's already been hobbled with the hamstring. We know he's not 100%. Their best chance to win a game is probably out the window now. So, yeah. But there's some games on tonight, too. Um, if you guys are interested, uh, Phoenix goes to L.A. First home playoff game for the Lakers. In I think eight years. Um, yeah, 2013 was the last time they played a home playoff game, which I think they lost. I think they got swept that season. But, you know, back in Staples, um, then a critical game three, Miami Heat need a win bad. Uh, they play the Bucks. Look, I thought this was going to be a very competitive series. Still only two games in. Two games, as we know, a lot of times, that does not tell what the series is going to be. But the way the Milwaukee just looks so dominant in game two, but can we expect the Bryn Forbes of the world and the Pat Connaughton's of the world to hit, you know, three threes, five threes in a row playoff game? Who knows? I would expect, you know, Duncan, Tyler Hero, Drogic. I expect the best players on the team, Jimmy Butler and Bam, to be better. But, I, yeah, if they, if they don't win this game, it's pretty much it's, it, it, the series is over. Like, we just don't know. The series is over, so... Critical game three must win for the Miami Heat at home. We'll see how they do that game. And then the last game of the night is the Trailblazers and the Nuggets, which, you know, they split game one and two. And Denver looked pretty dominant in game two. They really did look pretty dominant. Um, It just seemed like it was more of, you know, we'll let Dame do what Dame can do, but we're going to neutralize everybody else. And nobody else for Portland really made that big of an impact. So, no, because game one, we saw Melo get off. I think CJ had a pretty solid game. Anthony Simons had a good game. This game, um, game two, Dame had a very big first half. Slowed down in the second half, but nobody else picked it up. So maybe that's a strategy for Denver heading to Portland. But now we get the Trailblazers at home. They stole home court already. So critical game three here, man. I know, I think series tie 1-1, like the winner of game three wins the series like 70 percent of the time something like something weird like that but i don't know we got some good games on tonight for sure i think all these games are gonna be competitive um so make sure y'all tune in i've been talking for almost 16 minutes so i'm gonna go ahead and you know end the video but one one quick thing one quick thing these um recap style videos they will be on audio platforms um they will be on audio platforms i know they're on spotify right now at least one of them is i think it was my playoff preview one that's on spotify right now um and there are some other platforms too um so yeah um tune in i'm trying to get it on apple as soon as i can hopefully that happens sooner rather than later but yeah so you know that will help 
the channel grow as a whole and it would just help you know this brand this rig knows hoops brand grow as a whole so if you're on spotify you know just look me up i'll leave the link in the description if you know you have trouble finding it and you know give me a good rating because you know we all love hoops around here and i'm trying my best to give you all as much in-depth knowledge as i can man so i appreciate everybody for for the support and i'll be back next time to talk some hoops with y'all man peace